You're listening to the Die Hard Fantasy Podcast. Here are your hosts, Matt Yazenbach, Dan DeCenza, and Cliff Gill. What's up? Welcome in to the Die Hard Fantasy Podcast. It's uh, still the 22nd. We are recording two in one day. Big golf trip coming up. Super excited. I got the boys actually on my team. They're here in the room with me. Dan DeCenza, Cliff Gill, Matt Yaz, that's me. We're all here on the golf team. They are feeling actually super elite, and they're ready to do this podcast, I think. That was a pretty aggressive what's up. Well, yours was weak on the last one, so I had to throw some emphasis on there. Yeah, you probably could get me on that. Cliff's going to hit us off the tee, just get us in a safe position. Gavin, Jake, Marcus, if you're listening, just get ready for domination. We're team honky slappers. We are the honky slappers, and we're ready to dominate. But let's get into it. Like I said, we don't have any new news, so I did everything up to date that we had. So we're just going to get in straight into it. It's going to be a shorter podcast, but it's going to be a valuable podcast to say the least. But again, if you're new, thanks for joining in. Follow that Twitter at Die Hard Podcast. Again, I said it at the end of the last one. At 250 followers, we're giving away a jersey signed by me, Cliff, and Dan. So frame it, hang it up, wear it, whatever you got to do. Just know it might be worth some money one day. We're not actually going to sign it. Unless you want us to. Yeah, if you you want us to, we will. Yeah, we can send you a little note. Thank you, note. But, guys, we're going to get into some who would you rather start. I had looked at a couple couple frequently asked questions on a couple different websites. So we're going to go through that, and then we're going to go through the starts of the week. Short and simple, valuable. Y'all like it? Y'all good? Let's do it. All right. So we're going to start with the who would you rather start. And the first one, it's kind of surprising. I was actually surprised it was asked so much, but the question was George Kittle or Rob Gronkowski. Wow, I see why it's being asked. But I'm going George Kittle one more week. Gronk plays the Rams. Don't like that matchup. I'm going with Kittle this week. Yeah, I'm sticking with Kittle um, because it's Kittle. I'm not giving, him up, giving up on him yet, but I also don't like the Gronk matchup at all. I'm sticking with Kittle. I do think Gronk's a viable tight end option, though, now. So, yeah, I, I would yeah, go yeah. with Kittle, though. Uh, I can't even – yeah, some of these names I can't believe we're even discussing. Who would you rather start? Fantasy's weird, but, guys, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or Tyson Williams? Honestly, I'm going – I think I'm going Tyson. He's got a way better matchup. I don't like what I've seen from Clyde at all. And, yeah. Um, I'm going Tyson. I don't want to sound repetitive, but definitely against the Lions. I love Tyson this this week. He's probably getting just as many touches as Clyde going Tyson Williams. Yeah, Clyde's just not involved enough for me. Oh, man. Am I going to do this? Well, I mean, Chiefs are. They're playing the Chargers this week. Mm, man. Uh, I'll go Tyson. Wow. All right, I'll go Tyson. Uh, the third one, Ezekiel Elliott or Najee Harris? I'm going Zeke. Um, they're both going to – Najee might get a little more touches, but Zeke, he, he's going to be more productive on his touches. And I, Stiller's got to fix that line before I ever pick someone like Zeke over Najee Harris. Yeah, I'm, you mean the other way around. Oh, sorry, other way around. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm uh, If you listen to the last podcast, I'm not super – I'm, I'm kind of concerned about Elliot, but – 
I'm not ready to start Najee over him. I haven't seen enough from Najee, and I think Elliott's definitely safer. Well, this is where we disagree because I'm going Najee. Homer. Here we go. <laughs> Cliff, I took your spot. Now I'm going Najee. I, I like the matchup this week. Deontay Johnson got hurt. So if especially if he's out, I see a lot of targets going Najee's way. Being more involved in the passing game, I think, you know, he got the first touchdown out of the way. He got the jitters. I'm, I'm taking Najee. And the Eagles, wait, who the Cowboys play Eagles, right? Monday night? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, like we said, tough defense. They did lose Brandon Graham, but, yeah, I'm going Najee. I do think it's Harris's easiest matchup of the year so far. Raiders yeah. and uh, Buffalo being a little harder. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on. Tony Pollard or Cordell Patterson? It's a pretty good one. I think I'd go. I think I'd go Pollard though. Yeah, I might have even said this in the last podcast. I'm going Pollard over Cordell because oh, that was James White, but mm-hmm. I Pollard James White in this uh, similar scenario. I'm going Pollard just because of the valuable touches versus the non-valuable touches. Hundred percent Pollard. I like what I've seen from him. He looks explosive. Yeah, definitely. All right, a couple more. Uh, Mari Cooper or Allen Robinson. This is easy for me. I'm going Cooper. Okay. He, he is banged up a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't matter that offense as long as he plays. That offense is way too high powered. Just good chance Justin Fields plays. I don't know what you're going to get from him. Definitely, no doubt, Amari Cooper. I'm not even sure why that's an issue. I like I like that point though with Justin Fields. Uh, you either going to get some targets gone, or you're going to see a better Allen Robinson, in my opinion. Agree. So I'll go safer and, and go um, Amari. Yeah, I, I, I'm leaning though that Allen's gonna do better with Fields. I, I am too. I, I'm leaning. You can't, you can't do much worse. He hasn't done great this season. So, that being said, Dan the hater's gonna come in and say something. But yeah, I think I'm going Robinson uh, just because I know it's Wednesday, but the news does not look good for Cooper so far. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not a hater. I'm just tempering my expectations, like I said in the last podcast. <laughs> I'll go Cooper, though, with you, Dan. Damn right you will. Um, <laughs> Damian Harris or Marquise Brown? This is a really tough one, but I'll let Cliff go. He looks like he's ready. No, I was just Marquise. Gosh, I always call him Ho- Hollywood Brown. So mm-hmm. I, I was like, who is Marquise <laughs> Brown? I think I would go. <sighs> tough one. Who's yeah, the first guy? Damian Harris. I, th- I think if you're da- I think if you're down in a matchup and, and you think the team across from you is better, I think I'd go Marquise because more upside. Well, I'm I'm going with the other guy, which is Damian Harris. Gosh, I cannot <laughs> think of him, but Damian Harris, you'll actually see in a little bit. I'm not high on Hollywood this week. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I would also go Damian Harris. Eight out of ten times, I'd go Damian. If you're if you think you're gonna lose, it, like you you're just look at your opponent, you're like, wow, his team's better, way way better than mine, and you need a twenty five point game. Not saying Damian Damian can't. I think it's more likely Marquise does. Yeah, but th- just the thing I don't like about Brown mostly, he he tends to just completely disappear. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a it could be a boom. Last yeah. two weeks, I mean, he's he's yeah, been involved he's in been, the offense. He's been okay this year, but yeah. last year he just disappeared way too much Agreed. for me. I agree. I, I do want to see more consistency with him. Um, okay, last two, uh, Tim Patrick or Marvin Jones. I will say before you guys debate on this, LaVisca Chenault, um, we know his injury, but uh, Aaron Meyer said he's probable to play. 
But Marvin Jones looks like the number one on that team. I think he does look like the number and one. And Tim Patrick's another one if you the other one if you forgot. <laughs> I, I like both of the or I, I like who the Jags scenario. I think they're gonna pass a lot and it could be a good game for those wide receivers. But that being said, Tim Patrick, I, I liked what he showed us. I think he's stepping in for the Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna side with Tim Patrick, even though I might end up regretting this one. I I take Tim Patrick by pretty wide margin. I mean, I know Jacksonville's probably have a good game script, but the matchup against the Jets for Tim Patrick this week, I love it. I love pretty much everyone on the Denver offense. I think Teddy's been solid. He's been better than Trevor so far, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I like Tim a lot. I would take Tim, but not by a wide margin. It's super close to me. Uh, and then last but not least, T. Higgins or Brandon Cooks? This week, I'm going T. Higgins. Uh, other weeks, if Tyrod Taylor was playing, I think it'd be a lot better conversation. I, this week, I'm going T. Higgins. I agree. T. Higgins. It's T. Higgins every week for me. I, I, I mean, every literally week. every single week. Brandon Cook is literally just dominating the field. I don't think it's going to continue. I don't. Well, not with Davis Mills at True. One. I mean, yeah, obviously not, but... Yeah, no. I mean, every week, T. Higgins. Okay. All right, well, that was it for the Who Would You Rather Start. If you have these questions, guys, send them on Twitter, and we will try our best to answer them for you. If we don't do it on the podcast, which it will not be this week, we will shoot you a tweet back while we're on the golf course. Uh, let's That's go how dedicated we are. Yeah, We're going to be checking the Twitter while we're golfing. If you have any questions. And even at night when we're at the bar drunk, we're going to check the Twitter. <laughs> we will be checking the Twitter. If it's after 10 o'clock, just take those answers with a slight, you know. Now, even like, drunk, we're going to kill it. <laughs> there could be a wait on those answers, though. But let's get into the start sits. Uh, who's your start of the week at quarterback Cliff? Mine's Jalen Hurts against Dallas. He's finished top 10 both of the last two weeks, so he's showed solid numbers. And now he has a dream matchup Monday night mm. against the Dallas Cowboys. You can't beat that. Primetime games have went over. Uh, the All six primetime games really? have went over. Wow, so nice. it's been high-scoring Thank games. You. And I, I think this is just another one. He, he's a solid QB. He's been solid the past two weeks. This week, why not with a primetime gravy matchup, Jalen Hurts. I do agree with you about the matchup, but if you look back at last week, Dallas' defense really didn't play that bad. And that game was a little disappointing, it to be was honest. Yeah. But, uh, and I will say the Chargers shot themselves in the foot a couple times. They had a couple of touchdowns called back. They had bad penalties. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, Dallas' defense didn't play that bad. Michael Parsons was a monster in that yes, game. He, he looked was. good. He's a problem. Yeah. Um, and – yeah, yeah, I agree with Jalen Hurts. I don't know if I see the overhitting this Thursday with the Panthers and the Texans. But ah. It's probably low enough to where you're, you're considering it. Vegas knows the what Panthers doing. might get it by themselves. <laughs> they, they, they might. <laughs> that's the only. That's the one way I think it can happen. Um, but I'll, I'll go ahead and go. Mine's Russell Wilson. I know you're like, of course, Russell Wilson. I didn't want to say like we actually. Dan was like, is Kyler Murray like? Is that too much? Kyler Murray's too much. Russell Wilson's up there too, but. They're letting him cook. This guy looks like Chef Ramsey, but on the football field. Uh, Jalen Ramsey? No, Chef Ramsey. Oh. Yeah, he's cooking up. You, you get the analogy? Now or? I do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now I did the whole time. Uh, they're playing the Vikings defense, who led up 27 points, uh, 34 points in back-to-back weeks. Russell is just going to dominate this trash defense. 
I'm good. I agree. I, I love Russell pretty much every week. There's almost no week where I don't like him. And, yeah, I think this is a big – Minnesota has shown <clears throat> no inclination. I of thought they were going to do way better on defense. Yeah, their their pass defense has been really bad. Yeah, super high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. That, that might pro- – it probably is. For Vegas odds, that might be the highest-scoring game. And we thought the same thing about Chargers and Cowboys, and we got a 17-14 to 14 game. I yeah. hate that. 2017. Man. 2017? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But still, basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. It was under. So. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go Lamar Jackson. I know you two are probably surprised wow. I picked that, but Detroit has given up the eighth most fantasy points this year to quarterbacks, but more importantly, they've given up the second most to running backs, and I know Lamar's a quarterback, but he's just going to run the ball <laughs> all over the place. I think he's getting 100 yards. I think he's going to have three total TDs, at least one rushing. He'll probably throw for two. He might even run for two. Who knows? He might. But, yeah, I, I, I just think Baltimore's going to be able to do whatever they want on offense, and I think Lamar's just going to have a field day. Yeah, and I like that. He, when I was looking through my starts, uh, he definitely crossed my mind. We'll go ahead and move on to the sits. Uh, I got Jameis. I know you probably are not even going to play him after what happened last week. Um, but going to New England, uh, when I said sit Tua, I think week one against New England at New England. Uh, same thing here, though. I mean, they've only let up an average of 12 points a game, and I just I don't see a high-scoring game. The offense, it looked great week one. Well, actually, the defense looked great week one. And, yeah, they just don't look in rhythm right now. They need to figure something out. No, he didn't throw a ton the first game. I know mm-hmm. he went off he with five touchdowns. Efficient. Yeah, but he didn't throw too much last game. I, yeah, I'm i not loving that either. And I think Kamara only had like a total of eight or nine touches. He had five that, fantasy points, so that's what I know. Yeah. So, not good. My sit is going to be Joe Burrow versus the Steelers. Mm, yeah, I jo- like that. Joe's going to have a tough time Homer. producing. Homer. <laughs> yeah, I said, if I pick this guy, are y'all going to say something? Of course he couldn't bite the fat tongue in his mouth. <laughs> but I-, I see them, you know, it being a rivalry game, low scoring. I-, I don't like either QBs in this. I don't like Big Ben. I don't like Joe Burrow. I'm staying away too big of a defensive game neither offense is looking great and they're going to stop the Steelers are going to stop the run so it's not going to open up the field for Joe Burrow stay away from Joe Burrow all right I mean I I can't even though it's a homer pick I can't say I disagree (laughs) I like the pick yeah homer (laughs) who's your sit Dan my sit is Jared Goff and this is a game I think is going to get out of hand really quickly and I think Goff's going to do okay if because he's going to have volume and he might convert on some some garbage time points, I think that's the only way he's going to have any uh, any inkling of a good game. I think he's going to have some mistakes and I think he's going to have turnovers and that's just going to just totally limit his upside. Right. Don't like Jared Goff at all this week. Yep, I agree. Well, let's move on to the sleepers. Dan, go ahead and kick us off. Yeah, you guys can call me Homer for this one, even though it's not. But I'm taking Daniel Jones. Homer. It, definitely a not a homer. homer pick. I'm not a homer <laughs> per, predictor. But, yeah, I, I think uh, he's going to uh, just do it this week. It's a dream matchup against the Falcons, and they're giving up the most points to the QB. Daniel Jones is running all over the field. I think he's going to have a chance to do that again. I think Atlanta may very well have the worst defense in the league. It's probably between them and Jacksonville. 
Um, he's played very well, um, even against a stout Washington defense last week. I can really see him posting 30 points this game. I really could. Okay. His wheels impress me. Man, yeah. he looks like a little Lamar Jr. out there. Yeah, he does. <laughs> they look alike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. I am. <laughs> my sleeper is going to be Kirk Cousins against Seattle for some of the same reasons as why he think, uh, Matt thinks Russ is going to be his start of the week. But I just like him playing. I mean, it's going to be a high-scoring game. And when I look for sleepers, that's that's probably my number one thing is who's going to score a ton of points in this game. And Vikings have been in a high-scoring game all for the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so as a sleeper, it's definitely a little alert button. Go look at Kirk Cousins if your quarterback, you know, is not doing what you want because this is going to have some points scored. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, I'm going to go with Sam Darnold. Uh, he's looked good. The whole Panthers teams actually look pretty good. Um, and he might literally just obliterate the whole Texans organization um, on primetime Thursday night. They might hit the over by themselves. Uh, and CMC, DJ Moore, love both of those guys in this game. And the Panthers are going to be 3-0. Their, their defense has looked elite. Yeah, their right? offensive yeah. line looks good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they they're just, much better than I thought they were going to be so far. I mean, it's two games. Who knows? But. So let me ask: Do you do you think Sam Darnold was an upgrade from Teddy? I do. Or not. do you think the Panthers just got better? That defense was young last year, and every single one of those young bucks look a little better this year. So I'm blaming it on the defense. I'm saying the team is definitely better. I know it's only two games, but the offensive line is playing way better than it was mm-hmm. last year. CMC playing, yeah, and that helps. Their their defense has been ferocious. Like they're they're really, and they have AJ Bouye coming back this week. They're nice. uh, yeah, they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, yeah, I just wanted your opinion. I, I think it's yeah. I mean, Sam Darnold definitely has better options this year than Teddy did last year. I think they're kind of pretty close. But I do love Teddy Bridgewater, though. So let's get into the starts. Homer pick. I'm going back-to-back because Najee was my start of the week last week at the running back position. I'm going again. Who I was really actually thinking about first, and I I probably should have done it, was Austin Eckler. That's my honorable mention, if that's cool with you guys. Did any of you guys pick him? I did not. Okay. But I agree. Definitely honorable mention. That's my honorable mention for start of the week. If I'm wrong about Najee, i got to back up. (laughs) but like I said earlier, Deontay Johnson, I this is basing it if Deontay Johnson is out more than anything because he gets 12, 13 targets a game, and they're all very, very close to the line of scrimmage. Not all of them, but a lot of them are. And I can see not those translating to Najee Harris, some to Pat Fryermuth like we were talking about earlier. But he had 15 touches last week. Uh, five of those being targets, and I just see low low scoring game. Like you said, I really do mm-hmm. see a defensive game, and I think they're going to need Najee Harris to actually win this game. I know I, it's the Bengals, but division games, man, they they will hit you. Yeah, and just I think Najee's going to have a big relief um, running against the Bengals defense compared to the Buffalo and uh, Raiders. I I think mm-hmm. he's going to be like, wow, kind of feels like Alabama again. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I like him. Like I said, honorable mention, Austin Eckler, if he finishes as a top four, I said it. All right, I'm going to go, and this might seem a little bit obvious, but I'm going Dalvin Cook, and I think he's easily going to be the number one running back this week. The Seahawks, easily? Pretty easily. Over McCaffrey? I think I think this is Cook's week. Okay. that No, I love yeah. to hear it. Keep, keep going. Seahawks have been terrible against the run. They're actually the worst against the running back. This year, I know it's only two weeks, but we go off uh, what we can. Yeah, I mean that's the data we have, so mm-hmm. we're going off of it. And 
I, th- I think Minnesota's game plan is just going to be to run the ball, keep Russell and that offense off the field. So I think Dalvin is going to be in for huge volume, huge day. I'm predicting definitely over 20 points, might even push 30. And Cliff, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit on your quarterback sleeper only for that reason. I think uh, Cousins is going to have a good game. I'm not saying he's not, but I think their game plan is just going to be to just grind the ball. Run it down their throat. Yeah. My my start is going to be Saquon Barkley versus Atlanta. Ooh. Here we go. Yeah. Wow. Okay, big homo. Yeah, good good matchup, definitely. <laughs> no, for sure. And he's seen an uptick in t- uh, touches last week or play usage, whatever you want to call it. And now he has 10 days to rest since they That's played on point. Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I definitely see in this be, hey, he might be back to full, you know, full-fledged Saquon Barkley, the freak of nature that God created. And, and then it's against Falcons, so you don't have to worry about Falcons blowing the Giants out. I honestly don't think that's a possibility, so they're going to have positive game script. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Saquon show you why he should have been drafted um, in the first round this, this week. I, I love that pick. I 100% agree with you, but for question for both of you guys. If Barkley doesn't do it this week, are you gonna you're gonna start panicking? Panic. Yeah, he's Panic. he'll be on our panic I was list next week. Ask that. Yeah, I think this he's like you said he's had ten days of rest. He they got to start. You know he's past his injury. He's got through two games. Give him the ball. See what he can do. Yeah, I, I want to see him have fifteen plus touches. And More than that. Yeah, yeah, twenty touches. If he doesn't do it this week, yeah. I'm out on Saquon. Yeah. 20 touches, 130, and a touchdown. Let's do it. That's what we're expecting this week. He, he needs to be. I mean, he is that at that freak athlete, and they just need to give him the ball 20-plus times. You're right. The injury's over. Cliff, the defense, it, I mean, it's set up for greatness for him week three. If he doesn't do it this week. And I can see the Giants getting into a bad game script. I'm not saying they're going to blow out the Falcons, no, but they're not going to get blown out. So exactly. they should they should have the game script to run Barkley. Yep. I agree. I like that pick. Throw them screen passes. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you got to do. Just get them the ball. Uh, we'll go ahead and move on to the sits. I got Leonard Fournette. I know you're probably not starting him as your running back one or probably not even your running back two. He might be in your flex some. Um, he's been averaging 15 touches a game, just hasn't found his way in the end zone yet. And I don't think this week will be the one either. We just talked about Jonathan Taylor uh, rushing three times on the one-yard line against the Rams and not getting in. I, I see that case happening this week uh, against the Rams, and I just I don't think it's the week to, for him to score. But if there was a running back to have on this team, it is Fournette over Ronald He Jones. has proved that the past two yeah, weeks. Yeah, he has. Yeah. I don't like any running back this week on that team. No, I don't yeah. either. Yeah. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Leonard Fournette is the one to have right now, and you bench him. Yeah. I do like that he's wearing number seven, though. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. He looks a little less old now. <laughs> he looks a little bit like Big Ben now. Oh, God. Uh, no, his head's a lot smaller than Ben's. <laughs> yeah. My sit is going to be Christian McCaffrey. Nah, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> I just got so what? Mine's DeAndre Swift. We were going to have to kick you off this podcast. <laughs> My mine on the all jokes aside is DeAndre Swift against the Ravens. He didn't look great uh, Monday night against the Packers. He couldn't do much against that defense, and it's, it's just the Ravens. Hawkinson's gonna get shut down. I see. Sorry, you're raising your hand. Oh, I was getting hyped. I think Ravens just if they only have to cover one guy, meaning Hawkinson, they're gonna be able to shut that pass game down. It's gonna clog up the box and. Swift is just in for a rough, rough day. 
I said this about Mike Davis and Cordell last week. Cordell might have the better week. Well, Jamal Williams might have the better week. Yeah, they eat into each other. I mean, I think touch-wise, DeAndre Swift ended up finishing better because of the late um, garbage time. The garbage yeah, time. I was going to bring that up. I think that's the only way Swift is going to have a halfway decent and, game. Yeah, they were letting yeah. him catch it and run up because they didn't care. They were up 17. They, they were literally letting him catch those so, five-yard passes. That was yeah. another probably three to four points added just on that drive. Before that drive, they were even points. Yeah, I think yeah. it was at seven or eight. So, yeah, I like that sit. I like it a lot, too. Well, go ahead. Who's your sit? Uh, did I already do my sit? No, I did not. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go Mark Ingram and really any running back on Houston. And we're probably going to be saying this a lot over the course of the season. Until none yeah. of them are relevant anymore. The Panthers have allowed the least amount of points to running backs, and it's by a pretty decent margin this year. And I think they're just going to get up quickly, and they're just going to dominate the line of scrimmage. I don't think Houston has a chance. They're going to just totally – are you scared of, of Davis Mills? No, they're stacking the box. Yeah. They're not letting them run the ball. They're going to make Davis Mills, a third-round rookie, beat them, and he's not going to do it. I don't see any way – I want honestly. I mean, I, I don't like to predict shutouts because it's so hard. But I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I could see this being like a thirty-five to ten game. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I I agree, and uh, yeah, I, I I don't like any of it. So I'm I'm with you. So all of our sleepers sit starts good. Let's go ahead and move on to the receivers. No, I don't think we did our sleepers. Yeah. No, no sleeper. Uh, okay, that's why I have you guys here. I, my mind went boggled for a minute, to be honest, guys. But we'll go ahead and get to the sleeper. And I'm going to say Cordell Patterson. That's mine. We went over multiple times. Like I said, went from nine touches week one to 14 in week two. He's the receiving back on this team. Um, And like you said, he looked like the glimpse of hope on this Mm -hmm. offense. I know they have Ridley. He's going to have games. Pitts is going to have games. But out of the backfield, I think this is almost the guy to – I'm not saying give up on Mike Davis, but Patterson looks better than Mike Davis. And definitely a week after just doing what he did, I think they do try to use him more. It might not work out. He might not take the you know mm-hmm. the opportunities. But, but also before you go, Giants are the sixth worst in fantasy points to running backs, so yeah. that helps a little bit. Yeah, for sure. My sleeper, Latavius Murray versus the Lions. Mm-hmm. Tyson Williams fumbled last week in the red zone, and before that, I mean they were already splitting red zone carries. I think they might hand it uh, over the red zone carries, at least over to Latavius Murray. And going against the Lions, shoot, he gets 10 to 12 touches in the game. Just say half of them is in the red zone. Those are plenty valuable touches. He's a good sleeper. So going against the Lions, I I feel like he has a pretty safe floor. About a, you know, 70-yard game touchdown. All right, and I think those carries might translate to Lamar. All of them. Yeah, there's a good chance. But. <laughs> He's just going to, here you go, Latavius, get your hopes up. Yeah. The cameraman's going to be on Latavius in the end zone, and then you see Lamar on the right the right side walking in. Anyone and everyone's going to run against the Lions. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I like all three of them. That's yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's hard to predict which one is. I mean, obviously Lamar, but anyone in that backfield, it's hard to predict who's going to, you know. Latavius is going to get his, though. Yeah. yeah. Sleeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and that's why he's a sleeper. Yeah, I like it. Because you look really good if you get it right. Yep. If you get it wrong, no big deal. He was a sleeper. He was a sleeper. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, Javante Williams. Okay. And I, this game just projects to be a good script for Denver. I think it's going to be pretty much a blowout. Uh, I think Williams is going to see some pretty heavy volume, 
Uh, I love the fact I really think he has a good good chance to score here because I think they're going to be running the ball in the second half. I know I could probably say all this about Melvin Gordon as well. I just think Javante Williams is going to be more of a factor in this game. And honestly, it's kind of more of a just a gut thing. And I, I think he could be in for about a 15-point week here. All right, yeah, I like yeah, that. I agree. All right, I am in on that. Let's go ahead and get to the receivers. But before, I will say... The running backs for them, they have not been doing well. Like, the Broncos have been dominating through the air. I feel like that's how they've been winning. So, hopefully this is the week we see. I, I, I like the pick. I, I think that's my favorite out of the three. I think you guys saw this stat as well, but I'm going to ask anyway. Do yeah. you know who has the most passes completed over 20 yards this year in two weeks? Teddy. It's Teddy Bridgewater. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Because he was like the check down guy yeah. last year. Heck I mean, yeah. I, I guess that's – Robbie, actually, he was pretty good too. So. Yeah. He probably had a lot last year. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the starts at receiver. Dan, who you got? All right. I mean, I'm going with a guy that's already had two monster weeks, and I think he's just going to continue this week. It's Cooper Cup. Let's go. Yeah. Tampa Bay, believe it or not, has given up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers. Wow. Yeah. Stafford's looked fantastic, and it seems like Cup is his guy, and I think that's going to continue. I think he's the deep threat we talked about on the last podcast we did. And I think the train just keeps rolling this week. I, I like him a lot. I, I actually like Woods, too, but I love Cup this week. Yeah, and Cup's like that grinder. He'll go make sure he catches it. You feel safe throwing it to him. And I see this game being a grinding like grinding game. Going to have to take every three-yard pass you can get. And I think that's a lot of I, I think this game's going to be a little high score, more high scoring than people think. Yeah, I'm yeah. one of those that I don't think it's going to be that high yeah. score. Yeah, I mean, it's two. I, I think this is the best matchup. I looked at this matchup. I was like, wow, I'm excited to yeah, watch this, this game. Yeah, this is one of the games I'm really looking forward to watching. NFC Championship. Is that a, is that a, is that a late game? Is that 424? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. My well, start. Uh, oh, go ahead. Good, good. Oh, and I want to say before yeah. you go, because we talked about it last week, uh, I ended up starting Debo Samuel over Cooper Cup. Ooh. But I still won, though. <laughs> but it was a difference of 20 points. I that, made the mistake. And that's I'm not all gonna, that matters. You won. I'm not gonna, if I would have lost with a margin of 20 points or Ooh. less, I would be thriving. So are you basically – so you're just starting Cup for I'm now? I'm starting Cup. Yeah. I learned my lesson. I don't think Debo's terrible, but Coop is just – he proved that he's the guy. He's getting the targets to me. And you don't have a flex spot open? Keenan Allen. Ah. C.D. Lamb. Ah. <laughs> he's, he's pretty stacked at wide receiver. I was actually looking at that team today. Well, uh, yeah. I'm a go since you mentioned CD, CD Lamb. Oh, worked yeah. out perfectly. Yeah, CD Lamb versus Philly. Cooper, we already talked about, has bruised ribs and is questionable. Michael Gallup is out. Uh, do y'all hear that? That is a ton of volume. So, and if he, if Cooper does end up being limited or out, either one, I don't care. CD's number one this week. He's just going to get so many targets, and he take he takes advantage of them against Philly. Number one wide receiver of the week, folks. I like, and you know what? Before I go, I will say, you both just used two of my guys on my Dynasty roster. And <laughs> I love it. And I'm playing one of the best teams this week, so I need a big week for both of them. And right, I know well, you guys want me to win. Even though I'm in your division, you still want me to beat Bobby. Bobby, uh, we're calling you out on here. Stop talking that junk because the red division is coming for you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting against you. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy, man. All right, well, I'll go into my start. We've had a couple people from here actually at each position. I'm going to go Justin Jefferson. He's playing the Seahawks. Like we said, high-scoring game. Usually we find these guys. 
and it didn't work out last week with the Chargers and Cowboys. I mean, they, they still had pretty good fantasy days, but I see a big game from them. Seahawks are giving up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers, and I just see a big game from Justin. Definitely a top 12. Not, I'm not expecting top one, but I'm expecting him to be up there. 100% in my Kirk Cousins notes, I wrote, I also love Justin Jefferson this week. So I definitely agree with that start. You should have said that then. He yeah. got me hyped for my start. Yeah. I, I, I think he's due. I, I really do. I, I don't even think he's got a touchdown this year, does I, he? I think he last game, if I'm not mistaken, I think he did. Yeah, he was like two for 20 with a touchdown. Yeah, well, I, I just, or no, like that's what he started with. Oh, okay, he ended okay. up getting a couple okay. catches. Yeah, I, I, I think he's just due. I, I, he's due for just a I think huge game. D, I think him and DK both are due for yeah. a big one. The only the only thing that worries me a little bit, like I said earlier, is I think it might be. I mean, now Minnesota gets behind, and yeah, they're gonna yeah. have to, the, the game script's gonna dictate that they throw. But I think, especially in the first half, they're gonna try to limit the Seahawks from getting on the field, so they're gonna run a lot. That's one of my favorite matchups this yeah. week too. Because that, that is that's a good matchup. Yeah, yeah, you limit the you limit the. Um, them to be on, but then Russell Wilson finds Tyler Lockett for 70 yeah. yards. Or maybe DK yeah. for 70 Hopefully yards. DK this week. Um, well, let's go ahead and get to the sits. Um, I got Brandon Cooks. Panthers defense is uh, – he's been good, fantasy relevant for the past two year, or two weeks. Like we said, Panthers defense is looking legit. Tyrod Taylor is not going to be in the game. Rookie uh, quarterback Davis Mills steps in. I just – I don't trust him. I know Cooks is the only guy, but I, I can't believe in him. I, I think I'd sit him this week, find a better option. Yeah, and a short week for the new QB, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's not good news. That's yeah, that too. News. That's yeah. yeah. So we definitely didn't coordinate on this because he's also my sit, but that's good that we, you know, didn't even well, talk about it. Well, then that means lock sit yeah, of lock the week. Yeah, lock sit of the week. And, yeah, I mean, I'm not trusting Davis Mills. Who knows? Maybe he's going to end this, up being good, but I don't know. This Carolina defense is just too good. This guy has a good game. You know we're going to get some stuff for it, right? Yeah, I don't think anyone can foresee that, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you did. Yeah, so my. You didn't play by the rules. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, you did not play by the rules at all. <laughs> but Hollywood Brown, you might be thinking, wow, against the Lions, that gravy matchup. I'm just not loving it. And he's been on fire. Yes, I know that. He's looked involved in the Ravens scheme, but. Against the Lions, I don't see it being a pass-heavy game. They're going to get out early. Hollywood, he he could get very minimal touches this week. I mean, if we're talking, he's going against the one good player on the Lions defense, Jeff Akuda. He's a sophomore, I believe, and I just I think the scheme is just going to be everyone but Hollywood. It's crazy. He'd had he had a great two first weeks. Guys, trust me with this. Go sit Hollywood Brown. It's not going to be a good game for him. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think you you said it correct. The game script, they're going to be up and not passing a lot. And unless he gets an early touchdown, I think that's his only way he's going to be a fantasy relevant this week. I agree with you, but I do need to correct you on one thing. Jeff Akuda is out for the season. They just said that today. He ruptured his Achilles. Really? Yes. In the game or in practice? In the game. Wow, really? Yeah. I did not hear about that. Yeah, that changes a little bit. Still, still, like you said, it does. It changes a little bit because he was a pretty good corner. But I, like you said, game script. He they're going to be up unless he gets some early. I don't see him doing much this game. Um, let's go ahead and get into the sleepers because me and Dan had the same sit. Uh, I got Darnell Mooney, Justin Fields, and like we we just discussed this cliff. Will Darnell Mooney or will Allen Robinson be better? This is going to be the same way for Darnell Moody. Um, 
most like Justin Fields most likely playing this week. Although Dan, I I mean he didn't look terrific. I see I just see more upside with him, and that that's just my opinion. If you're gonna take the risk, take the risk. If not, don't do it. But I see I just see more upside with this offense. He went he had eight targets last week, went six for sixty six, and I just I just see him being way more involved and Justin Fields getting him the ball better. Yeah, let's see him get in the touchdown this mm-hmm. game. Definitely could six be six for sixty six and a touchdown sounds yeah, good. Yeah, that sounds plenty fine for mm-hmm. a sleeper. My sleeper, DJ Chark versus Arizona. We were just talking about Chenault maybe being out. Or did you say he was probable? He's probably going to play. Probably going to play. Okay. (laughs) They're going against Arizona. And as my sleeper, like I said, you're just trying to pick a team who is going to have a ton of points. And I think Jacksonville, this is going to be their best game of the year. Trevor's going to finally get a couple touchdowns, not just one, not an interception. (laughs) He's going to throw to DJ Chark. I see it being a 10-target game and then finding the end zone. Good sleeper, good scheme, good everything. Yep. I, I like him as a sleeper. I do, too. Yeah. I like Honestly, I like almost any receiver on that team as a sleeper. Yeah. yeah this is a good week to play one of them. I'm going to go with uh, Michael Pittman. And I know he had a slow week in week one, but last week he just got the volume I expected. And I still believe he's going to be a breakout this year. The QB situation definitely is a little bit scary. I'm, Sus. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a Wentz fan to begin with, and he's probably not even playing. He's not. He's, so he's yeah, he's got two sprained ankles. How yeah. do you sprain both your ankles <laughs> in the same game? Here, Carson Wentz. Yeah. How's this man walking? That right guy's now? He's like waddling. snake bit, dude. He just got him out. But but they are playing Tennessee, and Tennessee's been really really bad against the wide receiver this year. I think there's actually going to be people think Tennessee Colts good deal. I think there's going to be some points scored in this game. I really do, and I like Pittman. I like him to score, and I, I think he's going to have a lot of targets. And I, I think the Colts are going to be in this game. I think they could even win. But even with Jacob Eason? Yeah, I think they could. I, I think the, the Tennessee's secondary is pretty bad. They are. I just, and I haven't seen them getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback either. I haven't watched a ton of uh, Titans, but I think I've watched enough. But I, I haven't seen them getting a lot of pressure. Yeah, I, I guess I'm just not as confident, just kind of like we're not with Brandon Cooks, with Davis Mills. I'm I'm just not confident in any receiver on the Colts. I mean, I look at like if if Taylor Heineke, Heineke can go in and and play quarterback for the Redskins, I think Eason he's probably kind of at the same, maybe a little bit, you know, worse, a little bit worse. But I don't know. I want to give him a chance. Honestly, I don't I don't think he's that much of a downgrade from Wentz. Honestly, would you feel the same way about Pittman if Wentz was playing? I would like I would like Pittman more. Really? See, I yeah, don't. Both of I would like all receivers. See, I don't. More. I don't think. I guess Wentz, we haven't seen enough, though. That's why yeah, I don't want to put my. I, I just haven't in seen it. anything, and I'm just not a believer in wins. So, I don't. I don't think Eason can be that much worse. Yeah. No. And I mean, I do like seeing the upticks last week, and now you're kind of ruining the mojo with the new QB. But yeah. I know last week I bet the under on the Titans game because I was like, oh, who who they play? Seahawks. Remote? Yeah, Titans and Seahawks. I was like, oh, they're both going to run a ton. That game ended up scoring 70 points or something. Yeah. So, I, same thing. I, I, I would say they're going to run a lot between Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor. But, hey, last week I was wrong. They could pass a ton, score a ton. All right. All right. All right. I'm good with it. Let's go ahead and get to, last but not least, uh, the tight end segment, start of the week. Cliff, kick us off. Yeah, and I'm not going to go crazy. Okay. I definitely think this is a good start. He's finished 7-8. and eight. Um this year, or he's like number seven or eight tight end. It's Noah Fant. 
he's, like that. Yeah, he's playing the Jets. We all we just said we like everyone on this team, but he hasn't really had his breakout week. I do think it's this week instead instead of finishing as that number seven or eight range. I definitely think he gets into into the top four this week. So yeah, f- feel good about Fant this week. Uh, definitely don't hesitate. Start him. He's gonna do good. I actually uh, I run my girlfriend's fancy league. And we drafted Mark Andrews. I drafted Mark Andrews. And we also had Noah Fant. And uh, I started Noah Fant over Andrews last week. And I think I would do that every single week now. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I think Noah Fant yeah. is above y'all. Because y'all were a lot higher on Fant. And I was lower at the beginning of the season. But I like Fant And I was pretty now. down on Andrews, too. And so far, I think I've been pretty yeah. good on that. Agreed. I'm just gonna, I'm just Spoiler gonna alert a for a couple minutes. But my start of the week... George Kittle, because this has to be his week. We already talked about it in the Panic or Not segment on the last episode, but I've I've had multiple people, I actually had one friend today say, dude, I think I'm going to bench Kittle. I said, you can't bench Kittle. Hmm. Not yet. You can't. I don't even think if he has a bad game next week, because Cliff, like we said, there's not a lot of... There's not a lot of options. Yeah, I mean, who are you going to start over him? I, I get it. You're frustrated, but... One, again, there's not going to be options above him on the waiver wire. And number two, this is his week. It's got to be his week because if not, like we said, we're hitting the panic button next week. So I have trust in you, Kittle. Garoppolo, get him the ball. He needs nine targets a game, not four or five. Yeah, and this is one of the only tight ends who can get that 150-yard Yeah, game. oh, yeah. And, hey, hopefully it's this one. He can take a two-yard catch, 70 yards, yeah. outrun the defense. Yeah, and I'm like – you know, this is kind of like I said earlier, like with someone else, I forget who, but it's it's just like a gut feeling. I just feel like this is his week. I feel like he's breaking out this week. He's He's got to. Yeah. Well, who's your start? Mine, I'm going to go uh, TJ Hawkinson. Mm, okay. So, yeah, but who? Just keep naming my players, please. Do you guys know who's giving up the most fantasy points at tight ends this year? I'm guessing whoever they're playing. It's, whoever played Waller first game. It's the Ravens. They ah, did, They have right. played Waller and Kelsey. Yeah. Ah. So, I don't know how much you want to take away from them. They played the two best tight ends, but still, they've been That's bad. three out of. Yeah, now they're getting Hawkinson. Yeah. Jesus. So, Sorry, Ravens. So, yeah, I just don't. I, I, I think it's it's going to continue. I, I, I could see Hawkinson having a pretty game, pretty big game here. Goff targeted him 20 times in two weeks, and he's caught 84% of them. That's a pretty good catch rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's just all going to continue this week. I'm not high on Detroit this week at all. I'm not high on Goff, but I'm pretty high as far as because he's a tight end and there's not a lot else. I, I'm pretty high on Hawkinson, and I, I think he's going to look for him early. I think they're going to get behind. And look for him th- more. they're gonna keep just he's he's just gonna look for him. He's I think he's their number one weapon. I think he's more of a weapon than Swift. To I be s- honest, I said that at the yeah. beginning of the year that Hawkinson was my breakout tight end, and he's the guy. Dude, he's gonna get ten to eight, at least eight to twelve targets again. And I and I know it's only two games, but I I don't honestly don't. I mean, yeah, they're playing Waller and Kelsey. That matters. They're the two best tight ends, but they didn't they couldn't cover him. So they don't have anyone. I, I don't believe they don't have anyone that can that can cover the tight end. It doesn't look like it. I, I will say though, the Chiefs and Ravens have a couple more weapons than the Lions. I know that, that is true. That's I a know good Tyreek point. Tyreek Hill yeah. got double teamed yeah. all week last week. Um, so I guess that was their main focus. They didn't want to get beat deep. And then you know Ravens have a couple here and there, but 
or who Raiders? Was it? Raiders. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean they. You know, Brian Edwards, Henry Ruggs, a little bit better. I'd rather they, take that off. Yeah, I mean that is that's a good point. I could see them focusing on Hawkinson and yeah. taking him out of the game. That's definitely possible. That's what you were saying yeah. earlier, Cliff. So yeah. I see that happening, but I just think since he's getting so many targets, that I love it because he's on my team. So good, good pick, man. Let's go ahead and move to the sit. And spoiler alert again, Mark Andrews. I know the matchup is good against the Lions, kind of like the Marquise Brown situation, but he's only averaging five targets a game, which, I mean, I guess for tight ends that's decent. But like, like you said, they're probably going to be up early. So, again, unless you get a touchdown early, you're not going to be happy with Mark Andrews again. Yep, I, he's going to pretty much have to get a touchdown to be anywhere in the top five this week because mm-hmm. just the opportunities opportunities will not be there yeah 100% agree and I think we all kind of said this in our preseason ranking show he's completely touchdown dependent he's yeah. averaging last year he averaged I don't I don't know what he's averaging this year I haven't looked but last year 46 yards a game I was pretty down on him coming in I'm still not high on he's him not, I don't even yeah. think he I think he might be in the low 30s this year yeah yeah, I'm, that's Ugh. probably true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's in a low-end tight end one, honestly. I think yeah. he's down there. Yeah. My sit's going to be a little surprising. I mean, I, I didn't want to go say something obvious because after there there's certain, you know, yeah. eight tight ends, <laughs> you can say they're all sitters because they all suck. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so I, I went on the limb. I did Rob Gronkowski, and it's basically because it's the Rams. I mean, he had four catches last week, and, yes, he scored two touchdowns, but – Against the Rams, it's going to be a whole different story. And it, if there was one week to, hey, this number, you know, because he's beasting. He's just straight beasting. You would not sit him. If there was one week, if you had, you know, a good <laughs> another good option, then yes, I would. But he, he's going to have a tough game, and I, I don't think he's going to score anywhere near what he's been scoring. So you, I, I, what, if I'm hearing you right, I don't think you're saying to sit Gronkowski. You're saying temper your expectations. So, so let me ask, would you start – Mark Andrews or Gronk? Wow, they're Gronk. That, would you start Fant or Gronk? Fant. Fant. Yeah, Fant. But the Mark and Gronk is very close. I, I don't think it's close. This week it is. No no other time I'm telling you this week Rob's not going to have a good week. Okay, I just was wondering where the tier you put him at. But, yeah, I mean, it's still in that 5-6. You're probably not going to sit him because you, you probably don't you're, have a better You probably option. don't have a better but option. I was wondering yeah. maybe if you had a Fant and Gronk somehow, you got Gronk in oh, the yeah. later round. And, you know, you we would all go fan. Yeah, I just looked at the top eight tight ends and tried picking the one I thought that was going to do wor- the, the worst out of all of them, and it was Gronk. Well, let me give you one more before you go. Would you rather go Tanyan or Gronk? I think the – I forget who the Packers play this week. I would I would probably go Tanyan in that one. Because I, I do agree with Cliff. I think Ta- Gronk's in for a little tough I think, game. I think here. I'd go Tanyan over Gronk, yeah. too. Agreed. All right. Dan, who's your start? It's or, my sit. Sit, yeah, sorry. That's why you're here. I'm really on, and this might be a little cheating a little bit, but I'm going any tights, any Saints tight end. The, they're playing the Patriots this week, and the Patriots are second best against tight ends this year. Again, it's only two weeks, but we're going to go with the data we have. I don't see anybody on this team, on this roster, tight end-wise, that scares me. I don't think that Winston really even is focusing on the, the tight ends agreed and I, I just don't see it i'm not playing one and i think they're going to be completely irrelevant this week okay yeah I tight end wise irrelevant i agree on that all right and last lastly 
Uh, let's get into the sleepers at the tight end. We just talked about him. Uh, I got Robert Tanyan. Uh, I know he's not – I don't know if you would consider him a sleeper truly, but like we said, at this position, it's hard to kind of get some guys out there. I I think so. I, I, I think he qualifies. I, I called a bluff on the week one game. I don't think that's what he's going to be this year. Uh, I think he's going to be more of what he was in the week two game. I think he still is more on the touchdown dependent side than anything. Um, hopefully we see, you know, four, five, six targets uh, or four, five, six catches from him. And I think you just leave him in your lineup, and there's not much more to start over him. Agreed. You killed that. He, I mean, he's the number three tight end last year. Week one was a bluff. Week mm-hmm. two was more like it. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much more to add. I, I totally agree with pretty much everything you said. Cool. My homer pick of the week Here is, we I mean, there's not much out there. <laughs> Pat Fryermuth homer. against the Bengals. I said, homer. I already said it. Too bad. Can't say it. But, I mean, he had four targets last week. and Deontay, Homer. Deontay being banged up. <laughs> he, he could have some extra targets. But, no, I mean, it's a sleeper, guys. If he gets a touchdown, just call me daddy. Okay. No, honestly, yeah, we kind of give you a hard time about that, but I think you could. Fryermuth is kind of a sleeper every week. I think he might actually break out this year. I, I, I think. I mean, they don't have another tight end on that team. If you, if you want to count Ebron, I guess maybe. But he can't catch a cold. Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, I actually like Fryermuth, and I kind of wish I drafted him in Dynasty, and I didn't. It's mm-hmm. bugging me. All right. I like him going forward, especially like you no know, next couple of years. Yeah. I really like him a lot. When when Ebron's, Ebron's gone, I think he'll be yeah. fantasy relevant. More e- fa- more fantasy relevant. E- Ebron should be gone already. Yeah, but he's not. I'm gonna go. Uh, this might not seem like a sleeper, but I'm gonna. But you know, if you picked your sleeper of Tanya, and I could pick this guy. Oh, I'll go on Pitts. Okay. So the Giants haven't been great against the tight end. <laughs> They're the fifth most fantasy points given up to the tight end. And I, he has been a little disappointing this year. I totally um, feel like that, but I think he's due. And, again, this is kind of like I'm going back almost like I have a lot of gut feelings this week, and I just have one on Pitts this week. I think he's good against some volume. I think he's going to score. He's going to get his first TD of the year. And, yeah, let's play him. All right, so let's wrap it up. Dan, you got anything to say? Uh, Closing notes? Yeah, just follow us on Twitter. At Die Hard Podcast. I'll help you out there. Just do it. I always forget that for some reason. I always forget. I always want to do, like, the whole show name, but we kind of shortened it for Twitter. But, yeah, follow us. Go go on Spotify. Go on Apple. Put us on automatic download. Automatic. Yeah. Just make it automatic so you don't have to think about it. And then you get the alert. Hey, your guys put out a new podcast. I need to listen. And if you're 0-2, I just want to bring this up because I am in one league. Don't freak out. It's only been two games. It's a long season ahead of us. Look for the future and look for brighter days because they will be there. But review, subscribe, share for the boys. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you next Wednesday. Hope this helped out. See ya. See ya.